Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello, welcome to In All Honesty, the podcast where we get real about life and all the problems that come with it. I'm Michelle Elman and I'm a five board accredited life coach, public speaker, author of The Joy of Being Selfish and Am I Ugly?, And I'm passionate about teaching people how to communicate, heal the wounds from the past, feel your feelings, and ultimately giving you the tools you need to change your own life. This is the space where you get your personal development needs met. And we talk about all things growth, self-awareness, and communication with complexity and nuance. So if that sounds like your cup of tea, then stick around because I think you're going to like it here. Welcome back to another episode. Today we are talking of one of my small, really minor pet peeves that I have, and that is the word fearless. If you follow me on Instagram, then you will have seen a TikTok reaction that I did to this quote from Rihanna saying that the best way to get over fear is just to pretend that you're fearless when you're not feeling fearless. But I don't believe fearless exists. And so I wanted to talk about that because I think a lot of the time when you see people like me standing on stage, going on TV, going on radio and loving it, you think that I have no fear. And I have very little fear around TV and radio, but I do get fear when I do public speaking. Panels, not so much. So that's when people are asking you questions on stage. It's because I don't prepare. But if I ever have to prepare anything... I am nervous, which is also why I like TV and radio, because it requires no preparation. If I have to give an hour-long talk on a stage, even over Zoom, I get nervous, because then I start worrying about, like, well, if I forget this sentence, then what will I say next, and what did I write down, and all of these things. I'm working on it, and I have been a public speaker for seven years, so you would think I've got better at it, and I have got better at it, but it's not because I am fearless. The closest I have ever come to saying no was my TED talk. And I was so close to saying no because I convinced myself that I didn't have one message. And TED talks are really about only one message. And in the first meeting with TEDx Covent Garden, which is where I did my TED talk, they said, what's your one message? And I was like, oh, well, I don't have one. I have like 10. And for that reason, I nearly turned it down. But I have a rule in my life that... I am not allowed to turn anything down because I am scared. I am only allowed to turn something down because I don't want to do it or because I can't physically do it because of my diary. Any other reason means I have to say yes. 
And so I forced myself to say yes and then I figured it out later. And it's genuinely one of the things I believe that is responsible for my success is that I'm very good at saying yes and figuring out later. And the second thing I'm very good at doing is doing it scared. So remove this goal of trying to be fearless because fearless doesn't exist. If I asked you who is the most fearless person you know and you actually went and could go talk to them, I can guarantee that they had fear in that moment but they weren't showing it and I'm just very good at not showing that I'm scared. I'm also very good at not feeding the fact that I am scared and essentially this clip of Rihanna saying that oh she just pretends is very similar to this idea of fake it till you make it and whilst that's empowering for some the reason why I don't use the term fake it till you make it is because if you're doing it you're not faking it that's real. You have got up on that stage and you have done that talk and it's not fake just because you haven't felt as confident as you have projected. That's not fake. And I think getting this mentality of like it's fake unless you feel it in every cell of your body is again unrealistic. And so I just want to share a few other mentalities I have with you in order to be fearless or to project a fearlessness. But I want you to remember that the goal of fearless is a bit pointless and the real fearlessness is being brave in the face of fear and doing it anyway and doing things scared so I was scared while I did my TED talk I've never been more scared in my life and I did it scared I did a massive sigh when I got on stage because that tricked my brain that it was done and I actually said in my head the words you are fucking amazing right before I start if you watch my TED talk it's on YouTube it's called have you hated your body enough today And if you watch it, you can see me do a big sigh and you can also see me pause for a second. That second is me saying you are fucking amazing before starting. And a lot of those mentality tricks work. And I will do a podcast episode giving you all my mentality tricks for public speaking and all the things that I've used over the last eight years now, seven years. But in this episode, I wanted to specifically talk about my mentalities around fear And so my first one is, I'm just plain stubborn. I am more stubborn than I am fearful. So I see fear as a challenge and I don't want to let it win. So my stubborn self loves to prove people wrong, including myself. So with the TED talk, I was like, prove myself wrong that I can't find one message that's really important to me. And I did prove myself wrong because that TED talk is the proudest moment of my public speaking career. It is the best talk I have ever done and I am so, so proud of it. The second mentality is I'm not scared of making a fool out of myself. I really learned this actually most in dance class. I am not a good dancer and I actually just put a clip of me dancing really drunk at a house party at the weekend on my stories because I just don't care if I look silly and I think removing this is one of the ways that body confidence has impacted my life in a broader way than simply just my body is that once I was confident in what I looked like confident in my body I actually didn't care what I looked like anymore so this idea of being a fool in dance class being the worst dancer in the class that built a stronger skill that impacted my whole life so I don't care if I get on stage and look really silly 
Frankly, I make a fool out of myself on a daily basis. I fall over myself, I break things, all kinds of things. And I genuinely believe if I'm going to be making a fool out of myself, might as well do it on TV. And what's the worst going to happen? It becomes a viral clip and everyone's laughing at it. And I've made a bunch of people in the world laugh. So what? That's not the worst thing that's going to happen. I mean, actually, the way I keep making a fool out of myself is I keep spilling drinks over people. I've literally spilt like seven drinks over people this week alone. And it is only Tuesday. And that's embarrassing. But I don't get embarrassed because I'm like, it's me. You know what I'm like? Oh, I'm so sorry. This is just part of the dangers of being my friend. And I think the crux of why I don't care about making a fool out of myself or people laughing at me is because frankly, if people are laughing at you, it's usually because you've done something funny. And the only people laughing at you and not with you are mean judgmental people who I frankly don't really care the opinion of anyway and it's some stupid mechanism to make you think you're better than me oh you're better than me because you can dance well done you do you want a trophy for that like oh you're better than me because you can walk in a straight line and I bump into everyone so what you're better than me because you can't spill drinks oh okay wonderful good good for you like it's just I don't value those people those people who walk through the world who think they're better than everyone else because they are projecting a more perfect image or have a better mask to hide themselves from the rest of the world. Sure, fair enough. Like me, clumsy, ditzy, I love that version of me. And so judge it all you want. I'm busy having fun. And the people who are laughing with me are having fun too. And you are having a brief relief from your own self-hatred because that's the only reason you judge and criticise others. The next mentality is gifted to me by Brene Brown and Brene Brown talks about fear being in the car but not being in the driver's seat. So fear never gets to make the decision. If fear had made the decision around my TED talk I would have said no but the fear didn't get to make the decision. My conscious brain, the one who knows better, the one who knows that it will be something that I can be proud of in the end, the one who knows that it will be good for my career said yes and then I figured it out later. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The reason why it's allowed to be in the car is the fact that you're allowed to feel it. You're not denying your fear from existing. And I think that's also why it's important we don't label it as fearless because it's not the fact the fear isn't there. And sometimes spending so much time and energy pushing down the fear can actually make you more scared. I don't give fear a voice until I'm done. So I won't say out loud the words, I'm scared. And the reason why I only do this sometimes is it depends about the longevity of it. So if I'm about to go on TV in an hour, and sometimes, especially with TV appearances, you literally get such short notice and they're like, we need you in the studio now. I don't have time to be scared. And I literally say that to myself, we don't have time to be scared. And I will also say to myself, I feel you talking to the fear. I feel you, but right now I can't give you my attention. I can give you my attention in an hour and I promise I will feel you in an hour. An hour meaning after I've done TV. But I reassure that feeling in my body. I don't deny it because I'm really big on validating your feelings and that your feelings aren't bad things trying to stop you, but things trying to provide you information. And so I will say to myself, to reassure myself, you are safe everything's going to be fine. You're going to really enjoy this and we will deal with the fear later. I will talk to you later. I will give you attention later and we will heal you later. And right now we have a job to do. If however, I have longer. So like, let's say my TED talk, my TED talk, I had months of notice. I will spend time feeling it. But when I say I don't give it a voice, I don't feed the fear. So when you start telling people out loud, I am scared, and you tell everyone, I'm so scared for this TED talk, I'm so scared for this TED talk, you build stories around it, and you start cementing this fear in you. And that's what often amplifies the fear. And so the only person who I would tell that I was fearful was my life coach because my life coach isn't going to feed that my life coach is only going to give me solutions and techniques to help me and even then I would only say I was scared once even phrasing it as I have fear around my TED talk is better than saying I am scared about my TED talk I as soon as you include the word I it becomes an identity statement I don't want to identify with the fear especially if I have to go on stage and actually do the thing I need to not be sending myself the message that me equals fear, which is how I see it when I keep saying over and over again, I am scared, I'm scared, I'm scared. Of course you're scared. If you keep telling yourself you're scared, you're going to be scared. Whereas labeling it as something different, calling it excitement, saying, oh, I'm so excited. And also realizing I didn't need to tell every single person about what I was feeling inside my body. If I don't want it to grow, then I need to not give it attention. But instead, I can feel it privately. And so a lot of the time it was like me going to bed and finding the fear in my body and sitting with it, reassuring it, telling myself that I was going to be safe and talking to the fear. Because the thing about the fear is that it rises because 
it thinks you are in danger and you aren't in danger you are just out of your comfort zone and so talking to that fear whether it's reassuring your inner child maybe it's a younger age that thinks you're going to bomb on stage or whatever it is but especially in the context of my TED talk I was so careful about my thoughts I had to be so strict around my thoughts especially the week before and that meant when a thought popped into my brain going you're gonna fall flat on your face or you're gonna forget the words I'd be like what are you talking about you're talking to the wrong person or that doesn't apply to me and I was so strict with it even if I didn't say those kind of things I would just cut it off be like not right now leave me alone you can tell me that in a week when it's done And if I wasn't strict with my thoughts the week of, the day of my TED talk, I was so militant about my thoughts. And how I do that is I listen to really empowering music. So the music I listened to on the day of my TED talk only had positive lyrics. And it's a specific playlist that I use and I've always used it for public speaking ever since my TED talk. I created it for my TED talk, but it is full of music that I have associated powerful feelings with and so you know sometimes when a song comes on and you get a rush of emotion in your body of a memory from the past I have used a lot of songs like that that I have built good positive feelings around and if you want the playlist it is on my Spotify just type in Michelle Elman and the playlist is called something like every badass needs a playlist It is quite short, but it's because I only listen to it on the days I'm public speaking. So it's specifically my public speaking playlist. I will listen to it before TV or radio um, or any of those kind of things, but I don't listen to it casually because in order to associate those specific songs with a specific feeling, you can't be listening to it the whole time. So for example, I worked really hard to associate all my positive feelings with the song Woman by Kesha. And so I listened to that the moment before I went on stage. And when you're listening to that music the day of, it becomes easy to not have these thoughts going wild or thoughts that you don't want to have. And it's really easy to be militant about your thoughts because anytime a negative thought popped into my head, I was listening to music and can just focus on the lyrics. And because I've already checked that all the songs on that playlist have positive lyrics, then that's why it works. So when I say positive lyrics, I won't be listening to songs like as much as I love One Direction, I won't be listening to songs that have the lyrics, you don't know you're beautiful. So that is a negative lyric in my mind. And as much as I love that song and I'll listen to it casually, I won't listen to that before the TED talk. If you actually listen to the lyrics of Women by Kesha, it's very empowering words. And the other one is Fight Song by Rachel Patton. And that one also has really empowering lyrics. And all the songs on my playlist have really empowering lyrics. And so anytime I will catch a lyric, it will give me more energy and I'll create a playlist at some point showing you how to associate music with specific feelings and how you can use music as triggers in positive ways for emotions that you want to feel. The last thing I want to say is one of my favourite books is called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway by Susan Jeffers and it's a great book to read on fear if fear is one of the things that gets in your way and is the obstacle that is preventing you from living a more fulfilling and successful life, then read that book. I highly recommend it. And I genuinely think it would go in the category of one of my favourite self-help books. And it's very funny because I actually only discovered it because I went for a Christmas meal at my godmother's house and we were sat at the coffee table and in under the coffee table were a bunch of books and I saw that book 
and I kind of got a little bit bored of the conversation that was happening and so I got the book and started reading it and she saw me reading it and was like why don't you just take it and so I did and I never gave it back I bought her another copy but I never gave it back because it's such a great book and it's a very similar mentality to what I was saying about doing it scared so her way is obviously feel the fear and do it anyway and my way of turning it is do it scared but either way get it done Thank you so much for listening and if you enjoyed this episode it would mean the world if you could leave a review wherever you are listening to this or share it on social media and tag me in it so I can share it too. Come find me at Scarred Not Scared on Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. We do fun things on there like Q&A Mondays and on Fridays we celebrate your boundary wins. There's a whole community of people who want to grow and heal and we are waiting to welcome you whenever you are ready. In the meantime, make sure to feel your feelings, set some boundaries, communicate in the way you want to be communicated with, ask for what you need, and I know sometimes you forget, but someone loves you, and I will speak to you next time. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 